570. In L.A. sports icon. Fred Rogan is here tonight. Decades on your television covering Los Angeles sports. Fred Rogan, huge in Los Angeles. The Dean. I'm the Dean. Fred Rogan. Weekdays before Petros and Money. A USC All-American. USC's Rodney Pete. An NFL quarterback. Absolutely perfectly delivered by Rodney Rodney Pete. It's available on the iHeartRadio app or on am570lasports.com. This is Rogan and Rodney. And we continue on Fred Rogan and Rodney Pete on AM570 LA Sports. Uh, this hour, we've got tickets to the Giltinis to give away, Rodney. Giltinis, let's go. That's right. Uh, rugby is coming to SoFi this Saturday night. Tickets are 40 bucks. It's the first sporting event you will see at SoFi Stadium. You will have a chance to be there in person, and we'll tell you how later on in the hour. Plus, we have the code word coming up later on in the hour as well. But now we need to come together. We need to unite. Oh, yeah. We need to be as one. Yes. And to do that, there is only one oh, man yeah. that can provide it for us. It's time for Vic the Brick and the Daily Haiku at 2. Hello, Vic. Oh, good afternoon, Fred. Good afternoon, Vic. <laughs> yes, Freddy. Better be patient. My pleasure. Good afternoon, Rodney Pete. Let be. Mm. He's in for executive producer Kevin Figures with a rousing NBA review. It's Adam Oslin. Stephen Gosha. <laughs> yeah. And on the ones and the twos and the threes and the fours, give it up, show that love for Ronnie Fascio. <laughs> King flavor. Yeah. In the house. Well, we can all exhale after what happened at Dodger Stadium last night. And we we got a precursor, a projection, if you will, right before the haiku yesterday, if you guys remember. Do you guys remember what I laid down in my pre-haiku verse? Yes, you said the Dodgers would win. Let's go back in time. Oh, God. Well, this haiku yes. is for the Dodgers, a little extra oomph, a little extra yes. energy. Again, yes. a guaranteed victory because, you know, I take signs from he did. all over. And Waka Takakagi's victory has definitely influenced me for the Dodgers tonight. This haiku is from one of the titans of the industries in the Japanese Baseball Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah. Shiki. Yes, yes he yes. is. All right. Yes, For the Dodgers, because we've got to get back to the garden tonight, back to its essence. Yes. Meadow in summer. People playing baseball somewhere in the distance. I'm feeling you. Shiki. I remember. Yes. Remember? Yes. You were right. Didn't look good down 4-1 in the seventh, but you can feel it. You know, everyone's forgetting Corey Seager's big two-run single. A two-out, two-run single. You know, yeah. give it up for short sword, Corey Seager. Gigantic hit. Nobody wants to be called short sword. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> what do you say about that, Big? It's a great compliment. No, it's not. 
a short sword. No. You, you mean a dagger? Or? <laughs> no, Vic. No. And the art of Bushido, the way of the warrior, you know, there's two swords. It's the long sword and the short sword. I don't want yeah. the long one. The long one's good. The long one's good if, if you're in a big room and there's 20 people coming at you. But in the short, you know, if you're just a few people coming at you, you want that short sword. Vic. And when you when you have a two-strike count like Sega did, he took out that short sword band and just threw, had a beautiful swing. Vic, ask any man. What do you want your sword? Long or short? And they would go, I don't want the short sword. Nobody wants that as their nickname. I think you're probing too deep on the swords, Fred. I don't think so. But today we got Julio Urias for the mini sweep. And there is momentum. You can feel this in energy. You know, Luxie, hold the bagels. Incredible three-run shot. Yeah. I said, I think, remember, about... 10 days ago, I said, I got a feeling about Luxie. Even though he was mired in the crazy, you know, slump. I said, yes. there's something about Luxie. I expect big things from Luxie, man. I think this was a, a real breakout at bat. Vic, are you the only one that calls him Luxie? Yeah. Hold the bagel. Yeah. <laughs> I, call, I, I think Justin Turner may call him Luxie. I think Justin Turner calls him tight pants. What's he calling Tight pants. Listen, whatever it takes. Yeah, he's got the Walker Bueller tight pants going on. Yeah, and yeah. let me tell you something. He wouldn't want to be called short sword. No, not in those pants. This haiku for you is brought to you by a Busan. Okay, Vic, going big One time. One of the Titans. Yeah, 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 yeah Busan. One of the Titans. Come on. This haiku for you on this Wednesday, May the 12th. Here is the end. My path has vanished into the parsley. A feeling you. In other words, the Dodger funk has vanished into the parsley. Oh, my God. I thought that was. That was brief. Yeah, I thought it was brief, and I thought it was him saying goodbye to, to life. His path had vanished into the parsley. Yeah, the I thought that was it for him. He was this going to the, the path of the funk. Sky. This is the path of the blue funk. Oh, okay. it's over. Okay. Yeah. It, that that was such fun. such an incredible game last night. Yeah, but Vic, it was kind of a downer haiku. I mean, I thought the guy was saying goodbye to to life. Not at all. His path has vanished into the parsley. Yes. The the analogy is the Dodger path, you know, into funkdom, is over. Yeah, but what happened They've to Busan? What what happened they, to him? If his path had vanished, he's got a lot of parsley around him now. No, yeah, good point. It's lit. Fire! Stories lighting up the sports headlines. Brought to you by Jacob and Ronnie. You got a problem? He's got an answer. He's the best in the business. You call Jacob and Ronnie at eight four four twenty four Jacob. Accident. Adam, we just got some breaking news. Did you get it? Uh No, I did not, Fred. LeBron James will not play tonight. Whoa! That is surprising. That's great news. It is. After they won last night, I think they made that decision. It's almost like they feel like they can beat the Houston Rockets even without him. And we don't know if AD is going to play. I would think that's an indication he will. He acted like he was going to be able to play through it. And he has so far with these little injuries, but 
Yeah, that's news. On banner night, no LeBron James. Yeah. All right. Somebody who hasn't played with either. James Harden, the bearded one. Well, he's been out since April 5th. He's missed their last 18 games in Brooklyn. And the big three there, they've only played seven together all season long, yet they're still in second place in the Eastern Conference. But James Harden could return tonight against the San Antonio Spurs. He's expected to be a game-time decision, but he's being listed as probable. Comes down to this. How healthy will he be for the playoffs? That's it. Hammy injuries are not easy right. to overcome. I'm sure Rodney Pete can speak to that. Yeah, yes, I can. If he's not healthy, Rodney, it, then basically the fear it. is yeah, the fear is setback, right? Because if he does it again, then you're done. You got to it, it's it's you, you got to overly be cautious about it because one slight turn. The one thing you can't do with a hammy either is simulate a real game because sudden movements will trigger that thing that you can't practice in, in the gym without playing in a game um but it'd be interesting you know they're they are the big three they're they're pretty good with just two of the three i don't think they survive if they just only have one of the three going forward brooklyn's in trouble about a month ago everyone was proclaiming them the kings of the east but in the moment with all the injuries they don't play together they're going to be a tough out, but a, a Brooklyn Knicks uh, second round or whatever, however it shakes out, it's going to be a fabulous, fabulous run. And I'm taking the Knicks. I thought you just said Brooklyn's in trouble. They are in trouble. <laughs> but I'm taking them. I'm taking the Knicks. Oh, he's taking the Knicks. They Knicks are taking the Brooklyn. Knicks. The Knicks play Brooklyn. I'm taking the Knicks. You oh. are. You heard it here first. Oh. Yeah, because you just think they'll beat them up. Oh, they play such good defense, and they're so physical. I mean, I told you, that's why Bron, you know, Bron was not going to play against the Knicks. And tonight, you know, why run against Houston? Houston's so, you know, it's a nothing burger. It'll be like a scrimmage. You know, why waste a run by LeBron on a team going nowhere like Houston? I mean, the, the Lakers are going to be in the play-in tournament. You know, we talk about, you talk about all these scenarios. Yeah. These are all long shots. The Lakers are going to the play-in tournament. You know, face reality. Well, you don't want him to face a nothing burger. A nothing burger? Yeah. The Lakers win the play-in tournament, and that's going to be their journey. That's all. Vic, you don't think the Lakers can go 3-0 and to end the season against Houston, no. a reeling Pacers team, a Pelicans team that likely won't have Zion? No, I don't. I think 2-1. and Okay. Well, if Portland went 0-3 down the stretch, they'd still be in. Well, Portland has a two-game lead, like you say, with the uh, with the tiebreaker. Yeah, right. It's all a two. You know, it's, it's not a one-game lead. It's a two-game lead. It's just insurmountable, basically. But it, you know, listen. Insurmountable, huh? Listen, the Lakers' journey will take them. I believe. If you know, you got to help the health, of course. I'm worried about AD's groin now. What's with the groin? It's sore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Was that the medical I, report there? Yeah. Well, it's it's sore. And that's, that's, you know, bless AD, he's playing through pain. Here's uh, a few groins that are probably a little bit sore at this age. I saw this list in light of the fact we had Eric Dickerson on earlier. Newarena.com. 
put out the 40 best running backs ever. They put it down, or I've taken it down to a top 10 here. I'm going to give it to you, and we'll see where Eric Dickerson ended up. Okay. You want me to start with 1 or 10? What is this, the top 10 of all time? Yeah, from a list of 40. Uh, Go 10 to 1. 10 is Earl Campbell. Okay. 9 is Eric Dickerson. Ooh. Yeah. Didn't make the top five. Eight, Gale Sayers. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a pretty short curve. Okay. Seven, Marshall Folk. Six, hey, Twitter world, OJ Simpson. Oh, God. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Five, LT 2.0, LaDainian Tomlinson. Four, Emmett Smith. Three, Walter Payton. Two, Barry Sanders. And number one, Jim Brown. Anyone take an issue with this? Rodney, what do you think? Well, the ED is way too far down the list. Where does he go? And who moves out? Um, Don't you have to move OJ? Seriously, don't you have to move OJ down? Down where? We take out out OJ. Take out OJ, who OJ became and just look at OJ's body of work. OJ's up there. Thousand yards, Fred. Yeah, first guy. Uh, so he's he's up there. A- Ed all time, you know, went for twenty one forty five. I believe it was. Yeah. He got to be in that top five. Yeah. To me, he's got to be ahead of Gale. He's got to be ahead of Marshall Falk. He's got to be ahead of LT. Yeah, he's got to be top five. He's got to be top five. Victor? If, if not higher. Jim Brown works for me, of course. I love yeah. 32. I'm okay with uh, the top two. Walter Payton, I'm okay with number two. No, Barry Sanders was two. No, Barry Sanders. I'm okay with Sanders in the top, uh, t- top five. But I'm putting Eric into the top five as well. He's in top five for sure. He's a top five all-time running back. He's Eric Dickerson. Fred, you're an admirer of sports. What do you think? Well, I think he's <laughs> got to be in the top five. Um, you know, I'm old enough to say I saw those guys play. I'm old enough to say I saw everybody play. Uh, it's tough. I don't know if... ED is your friend. Stick up for him, damn it. I don't know if Marshall Falk. Yeah. I mean, you got Gail Sayers at the bottom of that list, too. Gail, yeah. I think it's just because his career, so his short, short, short career kind of yes. affects Gail Sears. Because had he played longer, he he might be in the top five. You got Emmett Smith way up there. Emmett Smith, four all-time leader in Russia. Yeah, I don't know. I think I'd move Ed up, and since I saw Gail Sayers, I think I'd move him up too. Marshall Falk, I, I get it. I understand. I understand, but I don't know. Lt. Lt. Mm. It's tough when you come up with a top 10 of all time. Would you have Jim Brown number one? Hard to argue with Jim Brown being number one. Yeah. I mean, even uh, all guys would say there's very few players that translate decades and games and changes in the game. Jim Brown covers every single decade and could play today. Yeah. In terms of dominance. Yeah. Over a 10 year period, Jim Brown, I would say in terms of ability. Because he didn't have an O-line. Quarterback play was sketchy. Barry Sanders. Shoddy. 
<laughs> outside of Rodney Pete. I play with him, so I, I put him right there. I, I'm okay with him being two. I would be okay with him being one, to be honest with you, just what he was able to do. Now, Fred, but, in our last story here, I think you used to do positive stories once in a while. What do you mean? <laughs> once in a while. Something heartfelt and touching. Freddy. That might be on the Hallmark Channel with Rodney's okay. wife. Yeah, there you go. Positive, touching stories all the time. What are you talking about? Uh, here's something actually inspiring, really. Former Rangers prospect Drew Robinson tried to take his own life last April. He put a gun to his head. He pulled the trigger just four days before his 28th birthday. Miraculously, he survived, waking up 20 hours later with the realization that he did want to live, but there were complications, of course, from the suicide attempt, like losing part of his senses, some of his ability to taste, to smell, and he lost his right eye. Yeah. Yet the Giants signed him to their AAA team, the Sacramento Rivercats, and last night, in a game, in Las Vegas, back in Drew Robinson's hometown, he would hit a home run. Unbelievable. It's a great story. Wow. I, I heard about it last night. Boy, to, to be that yeah. low in life, to, to be to a point where you wanted to take your own life, but then to come back, battle through the results of your attempt, and to hit a home run like last night like that, I mean, that that is very touching. Um it, I don't know what to say. It, it really is very emotional, very touching, Rodney. No, very, very. I mean, it just goes to show you. I mean, people go through. We we don't always know somebody's going through, you know, internally. But to be able to give somebody a second chance, sometimes even a third or fourth chance, it it means so much. And you know, especially even now we live in the, living in the the cancel culture. You know, some people can't come back from a lot of things, but but this story is very touching because internal demons are real, mental health is real, and for them to give him the Giants to give him a shot again, I, I applaud them very very much. Well, to crawl out of this emotional abyss that Robinson has is so inspiring. But again. I think the issue is mental health, and Rodney, you're right. You know, we have, to, we have, you know, we've been doing a good job the last few years focusing on mental health, but we've got to focus even more on it. You know, it's it's really been like, you know, a, a subject that doesn't get much, you know, much love, and it deserves a lot of love. And Robinson's story is an amazing story, but I think the the bigger picture is mental is mental health and how to deal with it, and get people to come out of the darkness into the light. That is the key. And, uh, you know, amazing, amazing, uh, you know, kudos to Robinson for his journey. And, you know, hopefully he gets to the ma he gets to the major leagues, which would be unbelievable. Who cares if he does or he doesn't? He's alive and he's seen the light. And that is what's lighting up the headlines. Jim. Kevin's been great. Adam. But if you missed any of Rogan and Rodney, you can podcast it on the iHeartRadio app. Rogan and Rodney. AM 570 LA Sports. Yeah. Update. Let's go. Let's go, Freddy. Gotta do it. All right. Big, 
big moment tonight, Rodney. This is it. The NFL schedule reveal. They've actually made a show out of it. We've been laughing about it all week. But we did find out today, I guess it's, you know, big news. The Rams will open at home on Sunday Night Football on NBC, which is great for us and great for the challenge. And thank you for watching the show. We'll be back to normal in the fall uh, at SoFi Stadium. So they're at home against the Bears that first Sunday, the NFL season. That is pretty cool. NFL insider Vinny Bonsignor joins us now. Vinny, what's going on? Well, uh, just to throw this out there, too, uh, the Raiders will be playing the Chargers on Monday Night Football in Los Angeles at SoFi Stadium October 4th. Just to tease a little bit out there, I may or may not have seen the Raiders schedule, so uh, I may or may not know some things. All right, good. or may not. Well, you know what? It's not a big tease. Why don't you just give it to us? Give us all the schedules now. I I can't do that, unfortunately. But I will say that uh, the Chargers are hosting the Raiders on Monday Night Football at SoFi Stadium, October 4th. So uh, it's pretty much time to get it on. By the way, the Chargers will end the season against the Raiders uh, at uh, at Allegiant Stadium on January 9th. So so there you guys have it. I'll, I'll at least give you guys that. All right. And is there another league that 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 tries that stays not tries but stays relevant year round like the NFL? Uh, it's no. incredible. <laughs> no, and uh, not at all. And uh, you you think about it this way: we just finished the draft. We're having this big, huge to do uh, with the schedule, which fans really get into this because more and more fans are, especially this year, everyone's just so anxious to get back out there on the road, whether they're traveling to Vegas to come see the Raiders or. You know, uh, if you're a Chicago Bears fan, you're going to want to go to uh, Monday Night Football against the Rams at SoFi Stadium. That's going to be a pretty, or excuse me, I think that's Sunday night, right? Uh, it's going to be a pretty big deal, um, you know, for, for fans across the country picking out games that they want to go to and starting to make their travel plans and hotel plans. It's a pretty big deal. And in normal circumstances, if the union wasn't uh, playing some games right now, you it would this would bleed right into guys getting on the field like next week. Uh, for OTAs, uh, we, we'll see what what to what extent that you know all plays out. But but in a normal schedule, next week we actually see guys out there on the field practicing during OTAs, and soon after, here comes minicamp and then training camp, and uh, and away we go. Vinny, have you had a chance to see the Rams schedule? I have not seen uh, the Rams schedule uh, yet this year. Um, but uh, I can say that the Raiders will be making a trip out there at some point during the preseason. I do know that uh, for sure. So, uh, so keep that in mind as well. The Rams will be uh, will be hosting the Raiders at some point in the preseason. All right, the Tim, the Tim Tebow situation, Vinny. Uh, we had yeah. Eric Dickerson on earlier. He thinks it's a joke, a complete joke. A guy that hadn't played for eight years is back. What do you think? I, you know, uh, first of all. If, if 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 Urban Meyer, the coach and who runs the Jacksonville Jag- Jaguars, wants to give Tim Tebow a shot, I don't see what the big deal uh, of it all is. He's not coming back to play quarterback. Uh, he's given it a shot at tight end. We all we, we always know that he was you know a, 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 an athlete. So we'll see if he's got anything you know left in the tank to give the Jaguars. It's a long shot that he's going to make it. But this whole notion that he's blocking somebody from you know having an NFL career is just you know kind of ludicrous. I was. Thinking about all the Michael Jordan spent a year in AAA. Nobody was, I mean, I guess people were complaining that he was taking up somebody's roster spot in AA, but who cares? I mean, I didn't people care. care. I thought, that, I thought the anger, care. yeah, but I mean, 
Rodney, you know this as well as I do. If you're good enough, you're going to make it. You're going to get there. And now, if, it, if you're good, no. Unfortunately, that's not how it goes. And, and it's in. And you'll get you know your shot. Firsthand. You'll get your shot. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's that's not how it goes. Because if that was the case, you're you're telling me that Tim Tebow would have got this opportunity with any other team. No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that whoever he might be of the. You know, he's one of 90 players that the Jaguars may bring to OTAs and, and training camp. He's one of 90 players. I'm saying that 90, if there's a, if there's a presumably a 91st player that, you know, is, you know what, out of luck because Tim Tebow is taking his spot on the Jaguars roster. To me, that 91st player, he'll get his opportunity somewhere. I mean, I'm not, that's the thing that, that everyone's going crazy about. There's You're assuming there's a, that, Vinny. You're assuming that. I, I, I know, and but but I, but I feel pretty comfortable saying that if there's something they that, can do, they can do whatever they want to. You right. said it, right? Urban Meyer and Jacksonville, they can do whatever they want to, and it's it's going to sell jerseys, it's going to sell tickets, it's going to do all those things. But I'm just, they just better be ready for the backlash. They better be ready for a, a divisive or divisive locker room. They better be ready for guys believing that he doesn't deserve a shot over a guy that would say he was a practice squad tight end last year that they don't bring back because they're bringing Tebow in. I mean, there there will be a backlash, and it, it may not be pretty. I just hope that they are ready for it. As many jerseys and an excitement, and people are talking about it like we are, and in training right. camp, it'll be even more of a circus. Is that good for your young new quarterback, Trevor Lawrence, to be a part of that as well? Well, I'll say this, um, and, you know, obviously uh, Tebow's not there to go take Trevor Lawrence's job. And, uh, and, and I, don't think that, I don't think Trevor Lawrence needs the veteran leadership. I think Trevor Lawrence is as solid as they get as a rookie coming into the NFL. He seems pretty balanced. But I will say this, it, at the very least, it might take a little bit of the focus away from uh, Trevor Lawrence that people are going to be chasing the Tim Tebow story and there's Trevor Lawrence getting to be able to get his job done and his work done in until a little he bit struggles of a- until he struggles in week three and those Gainesville Florida fans start <laughs> crying for Tim Tebow to come play quarterback well if if there's anybody in Jacksonville that's dumb enough to want Tim Tebow to be their quarterback then they got bigger problems man than than that because have you seen Tim Tebow try to throw a football? I mean, it's it's pretty ludicrous. So I don't think that anyone's going to take it. I hope any if they do, then that's on them. I can't I can't account. You're for that underestimating the following that 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 Tim Tebow has. Just like the the I, no, I, people I, underestimated I, the the former president's power and influence that he still has. So I I, I don't with, I, I would with all of that. I agree know. with all of that. I, I I totally understand that there is a. I wouldn't say a cult-like following for Tim Tebow, but there's a, there's a certain audience that he definitely appeals to above and beyond his hometown people. Now, he, he is from Jacksonville. He's a Jacksonville legend. That's where he grew up. That's where he went to high school. So, you know, uh, obviously in the state of Florida, you can't deny what he did for the University of Florida. What was it? Two, two national championships. Um does he deserve it? I mean, probably not. But you know what? I, I I I wrote about this earlier this week. Jay Cole, the rapper at 36 years old, is getting a shot in the NBA-sponsored uh, African Basketball League that's just starting. It's a it's an opportunity to open the game uh, to the continent of Africa. There's African players that are coming up through the system that 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 are going to utilize that 
that um, basketball league to further their careers. What's I mean, nobody's complaining about Jay Cole. I think it's great if he has anything that he can provide, or or if he's got some juice in his legs. I'll, I'll watch JC or Jay Cole playing some some hoops. And and is he technically taking somebody's roster spot? Yeah, he's going to take somebody's roster spot. Does he deserve it at 36 years old? Who have, he hasn't played basketball. Are you comparing a startup African league to the NFL? <laughs> Vinny, are you I'm, actually no, comparing no, that? No, but it's the, it's the concept that is there to give people. <laughs> that's it, it's there to give a whole continent of 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 basketball players an opportunity, yeah. and that's a roster spot that he is taking. That's that's I, you know what? You're, thank you for making that point because we're making this way bigger than it is. Yeah. Tim Tebow is taking one of ninety spots on a roster. It's going to be hard. Even make the team. Do you, do you agree? It's going to be hard to cut him. It'll be very difficult to cut him if they have to cut him. I, I think you're right about that. Mm, are, are, are we? I think I, I think you're underestimating Urban Meyer. I mean, I, if, if I don't see Urban Meyer as the sentimental kind of guy, if the guy can't play, he can't play. And he's there to win. He's there to win. If he makes the team, you got to imagine that they that, that they felt that they see something in it. I just don't yeah. see that it's that of a deal like he's I got a, he will have a target on his back thank god he's not playing 15 years ago when they actually did hit in training camp because he would have a <laughs> serious right about, yeah. serious target on his back never mind all that benny what about the nightclub at the stadium in, in las vegas how do we get into there bottle well, service as, and all as that i was telling ronnie fascio um I, I might have to go down there for journalistic purposes only and, and get the lowdown uh, in that area. So you might, I might have to go down there and check it out just for journalistic purposes to check it out. But yeah, that thing is, it's 11,000 square feet. It takes up uh, an entire section of one end zone, you know, be, be, be behind the end zone. And um, they better be heads up over there. I'm kind of hoping that, you know, we'll, we'll see if somebody goes running into, into that area or a ball goes flying into that area how much are people actually going to be paying attention to the game when they're getting their funk on and drink on uh, they're not going to pay attention to the game thank god it's not baseball you know right balls and stuff like going in it but i like it i love it though i I love it i think it's going to be great and as fred mentioned the other the other day that that nightclub will be open when there's not football games or events going on at at allegiant stadium exactly when you actually when you drive by allegiant the, you, you know, there's a off the 15 freeway. If you're heading um, south on the 15, there's a uh, a window that gives you a, a shot right into the stadium. And there's always you can always tell that there's something going on. And we, just yesterday, we were over there for a press conference. Do you remember uh, Nikki Fargus? Uh, yeah. Yes, yeah, she's the new um, president of the uh, Las Vegas Aces. So that they had the press conference uh, there at uh, at Allegiant Stadium and seeing some of the areas that we didn't even have access to last year was at a club that they have there at Allegiant Stadium. It's, it's beautiful. You have all these shots of, uh, of downtown and to the Strip, and you can see it from the Strip. In, you know, if you're on the Strip, you could look in and see it from that vantage point. So it's going to be pretty cool. But, yeah, that, that, that club, um, the wind club, they call it, uh, is going to be pretty spectacular. All right, Vinny. Well, you're always spectacular. Thank you for coming on. We appreciate it. All right. Take care, guys. You too. Uh, all right, here's the deal. We've got tickets to see the L.A. Giltinis. It's the uh, rugby team of Los Angeles. They play Saturday night at SoFi Stadium, and uh, tickets are $40. But you will be able to get in for free, and this is the first sporting event that's going to be held at SoFi Stadium. Rugby is a man's game. It's football with no pads. It's take no prisoners. And uh, they, I believe they're in first place in their division. So we have two tickets to give away right now at 866 
If you missed any of Rogan and Rodney, you can podcast it on the iHeartRadio app. Rogan and Rodney. AM570 LA Sports. I want to congratulate Eric Lawrence and Andrew Bedram. You've done it. You've won tickets to see the Guiltinis. They'll be playing Saturday at SoFi. Tickets are 40 bucks, but you will be going to the game for absolutely nothing. you got two pairs of tickets. It's a great event. Make sure you check out the Guiltinis. Don't miss the action. Get your tickets today at guiltinis.com slash tickets. And let's quickly bring in the coach of the Guiltinis. Darren Coleman. Darren, how are you doing? Hey, boys. How are you going? Well, how are you all? Good. And uh, look, we talked a little bit about it yesterday. Uh, if you've not seen rugby, you, you probably are missed the most bone-crushing, action-packed sport in the world, right? That's right, buddy. Yeah, she's uh, she's a pretty physical game. And best fun you can have with your boots on, I reckon. And, and what should we as... as- Americans, L.A. folks, uh, look forward to when we watch the Guiltinis play. Yeah, it's a, as, you, as you said, rugby, it's a very physical sport. Um, you look behind the, uh, the Olympics and uh, the World, World Cup of Soccer, it's probably the third biggest uh, sporting event in the world. It's, it's played worldwide, and uh, we know very much so that the Americans, uh, they love their body contact sport and they love their tactical sport. So we... Uh, we take the both of them, uh, and we do it all without pads and uh, without stopping. Uh, the game runs for 80 minutes, uh, two halves of 40, and uh, it's continuous action. And um, you see lots of hits, lots of ball movement, lots of athleticism, guys of all different body shapes and sizes. We have big guys at 300, 310 pounds at the front. We've got some smaller, fast guys, and we've got our, our, our smart game controllers, our quarterbacks, as you guys call them, in the middle of the field. So it's, uh, it's a game for all. Darren Coleman is the coach of the Giltinis. He is with us. Okay, uh, coach, when we look at your team, if we're watching rugby for the first time with the Giltinis, who should we look for? Who are the stars? Yeah, we've got a, we've got a good mix. We've got about 15, uh, 15 World Cups of experience in our team. Uh, probably the two biggest, highest-profile players are our, our what we call our fly half, which is like our quarterback, a guy named Matt Guido. Uh, he's over 120 international appearances for Australia. Another player named... Adam Ashley Cooper, he's been to four World Cups, and these guys are, are world-class. They've played, obviously, professional rugby all around the world, Australia, Japan, Europe, uh, and big clubs in France. And, uh, yeah, you're not coming to watch uh, some guys run around in the park. These are these are elite-level players. And uh, on the homegrown front, we've got uh, down from Canada a player called DTH Vandermeer. Him, to, him himself has also been to four World Cups, representing Canada and, and played professionally for 10 years in Europe. So, uh yeah, you're going to see some really high-quality players and some high-quality rugby. All right, and you're going to play Utah Saturday. Are you guys in first place right now? We are, yeah. We've had a good season. We're 6-1. and one. Uh, We lead not only the Western Conference, but we lead the league. And that's uh, a real clutch match for us. Utah are sitting second in our conference, in the Western Conference. So, uh, yeah, they're coming down to the first of uh, two games against them. We're playing here once and then up in Utah the next time. And... Uh, yeah, we're really excited. It'll be a, uh, obviously to get to so far. It's just uh, amazing, amazing experience for our players. It's just such a, an awesome stadium. We went out and checked it out there yesterday, and obviously being the first game where we're at so far, where crowds can come. It's uh, yeah, it's, it's it's a lot of positives for people to come check it out. A new sport, uh, getting around some crowds, getting there at so far, which is just an immaculate stadium, and uh, it should be all positive. It'd be great, great evening now on Saturday night. 
All right, Darren Coleman is the coach of the Giltini Saturday. Yes. They'll take yes. on Utah at SoFi Let's Stadium. Go. Tickets are $40. We'll give more tickets away tomorrow. Darren, thanks for coming on, and good luck in the game. No worries, Fred. Good on you, Rodney. Appreciate your time, and uh, get out and support us. It'll be great. Thank you. Absolutely. The man's game. Yes. The man's game. It's rugby. It's great. I, I did some of it for NBC. I've seen it, too. It's it's amazing. Do you think they'll let a, uh, over over 50 former NFL guy come out and play? Yeah, I, I think if yeah. you have a death wish, they will. <laughs> Here's the final code word. We give one away every hour. We gave you one at noon. We give you one at one. And remember, if you have all the code words and you listen to Petros and Money, you call in with the code words when it's time. You'll win a six-pack of field tickets and VIP parking to see the Dodgers take on Miami Saturday night at Dodger Stadium. And your code word for this hour is stretch. The code word is stretch. Make sure you do it every morning. There you go. We've given you our code words. Petros and Money will have more. Ronnie, great job. Adam, thank you for sitting in for Kevin. And Rodney, we're back tomorrow. Live and die